Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of We Only Talk Books. Let's welcome Apeksha Rao to our today's episode. Doctor, daughter, wife, mother to twins, and now a published author of YA spy fiction. Apeksha, welcome to our podcast. Hi, Devdatta. Thank you, and hi, Vinay. It's so wonderful being here with you guys. It's wonderful so, to have. So let's start with your debut into the publishing industry. I know for a fact that it wasn't an easy one uh, due to the pandemic. But uh, tell us your experience of it. <laughs> so, uh, Devdatta, you know a lot about. uh you know all the back and forth that i went through right i mean yes. i think i drove you also nuts about when when it's going to release and abhi hoga nahi hoga yeah so actually what <laughs> so uh, what happened was that uh, my book so i signed with three shade books in um, november uh, 2019 and um, the book was supposed it was ready for uh, printing in march okay the first week of march yeah. and we fixed april 14th as the release date but yeah. the day that the book was supposed to go to press uh, there was a nation the lockdown was announced nationwide lockdown was announced and printing presses shut down we had you know we were not prepared for that sort of a lockdown we didn't know how bad it was going to be and how prolonged so we thought ek mahine mein it'll settle down in a month or so but yeah. that didn't happen and it kept getting pushed forward and forward and even when printing uh, printing presses reopened uh, people want distributors weren't willing to take books because uh, you know there was uh, the existing inventory that was uh, because people couldn't go to bookstores and amazon uh, wasn't operative to that extent at that point uh, there was a lot of back, uh, backlog in the inventory so distributors were very skeptical of taking new books so th- that caused a major delay yeah. and uh, my book finally released on september 12th 2020 yeah but there was a additional surprise due to the delay so yes absolutely in fact uh, looking back that time i remember being very frustrated but looking back i think the lockdown was the best thing that happened to my book the delay because of the lockdown not the lockdown per se but the delay was the best thing that happened to my book because um, i could release the prequel yeah uh, as you know in august i i released the itsy bitsy spider which was a prequel to uh, along came a spider and uh, that kind of generated a lot of interest in the book because i had uh, already started promoting my book you know slowly in march mm-hmm. and then i took a break in between and then again it sped up in june because we thought you know we, the book would be out by june or july and then i realized that i was i stood to lose all that marketing momentum and which is when i thought uh, about writing the prequel because i had quite a few back stories and i thought it would be nice to connect the dots even for the readers it does help to connect the dots about who samira is and how her relationship with her parents evolved and yeah. her childhood which i felt would be quite interesting yeah so that's how that happened so that was there just anxiety or impatience or also some sort of relief due to the delay it was i was going nuts because i was i wanted some closure on what was going to happen so you know either the book had to come out or it would be delayed by a year i wanted some answers but no one had any answers because everyone is in the same boat and my publishers did their best so you know 
uh, they were trying all sorts of combinations and what was possible so uh, there was a lot of impatience and anxiety and i was very worried about uh, whether uh, the book would get any readers at all because if people don't go to bookstores and amazon is not functioning at full strength how will my book reach people right so yeah. that was a big big cause for worry but it all worked out so while bookstores are still you know uh, the, the publishers distributed the books in bookstores but amazon is still where it's selling the most from yeah so in one way you could say the book was your silver lining of the pandemic really really and mm. i got to know my strength because i i got to know that you know when the uh, going gets really tough i come i i am capable of coming up with different ways to work around it like um, i never expected that i would uh, release a prequel on kdp and it also helped me explore kdp because that's another fun thing it's a whole different ball game and it's very very interesting so i got a chance to do that as well wonderful so I know a little bit of this uh, origins of the spiders. Could you let us let our audience know more about it? Oh, you were there when the spiders began, when I remember. So yes, I, uh, I was part of a blogging group. I am part of a blogging group called the Right Tribe. And uh, when I started writing, I was only writing short stories. Uh, I had never really thought about uh, you know writing a whole novel. So I was. i was writing about of i was writing flash fiction of around 1000 1200 words and uh, the spiders evolved from that one day i thought of writing about a group of girls who were spies and while i wasn't really thinking about the girls as much at that point i was thinking about their missions so uh, every time we had a blogging festival with the right tribe like you know festival of words or write uh, write bravely that kind of a thing i would um, Write write short stories uh, geared around the the girls, and I call them the blackbirds. And slowly, the character started developing. Then it started becoming more about the character than about the missions. And that's when uh, I think one of the pieces that I did, flash fiction pieces, was about a girl whose parents are spies. And that's where I thought about writing about Samira. Okay, that's so- wonderful. So, a follow up question on that. Uh, mm-hmm. why did you change from the blackbirds to the spiders so that was uh, so my editor and i thought about it actually uh, my literary agent said people might not relate so much to the uh, the title i was originally planning to call it along came a blackbird and he said uh, people might not relate to that much and then you know so we were that time we were thinking of calling it um agent samira and uh, uh, the, the spider oh, no agent samira and the uh, uh, something similar you know adventures of agent samira so uh, when my editor and i started brainstorming titles because i was not happy with that at all i mean the idea of calling a teenager agent samira didn't sit well with me so that's when i uh, we brainstormed a bit and uh, she said you know what alternatives do we have so i said uh, we can do a play on the word spider and call it along came a spider with a y so because that that it's the essence of the book right this girl just decides to come out from nowhere and join the spiders so yeah that's, that's quite interesting the uh, the evolution from uh, blackbirds to spiders Yeah, and Vinay still gets upset about that because he liked the blackbirds a lot. 
initial yeah. stages as you told we were part we are part of that blogging group and uh, yeah. it's like yeah. history yeah definitely you all have us taken the blackboards definitely <laughs> but uh, tell me how did you come up with the names for the characters and their nicknames too because i often wonder how do you uh, you know come down to one or two names so uh, these actually came very organically i mean i didn't have to worry to think too much about the names because you know i ran through a couple of names and what sounded right for the character i just uh, used that and i knew i wanted a name that i could uh, transform into a cool nickname because teenagers are not going to call each other by their full names you know they always they even for that matter even we call each other by nicknames yeah. so i wanted uh, really cool nicknames as well Uh, the only uncool nickname i think i have is sweetie because there's nothing sweet about sweetie <laughs> she's all salt and spice and uh, like if if she met me in person she would probably kick drop kick me into the next world for calling her sweetie but uh, th- th- i am that those names came rather organically okay so what drew you into the yf fiction world in the first place I'm a teenager at heart when I, I'm and I'm going to be a teen at heart till the day I die. So when I started writing, it was it was very natural for me to write why because before I started writing a spider, I this was in around 2014. I actually this was even before I started blogging. I decided to write a book about a 14 year old girl who's come down from the states and it was supposed to be a paranormal fantasy. and uh, that i wrote about 20000 words of that and uh, that i i i didn't have the skills to develop that into a full fledged book at that point because you know the mid book sag happens you write about 15 20000 words and then you don't know what to do next you don't know how to take the book to its conclusion i had no clue about plotting outlines nothing or you know three act structure i had i knew nothing so i shelved the project it's uh, you know i will complete it someday but um so um, i i that was a regret i wanted to complete that book so when i started writing i uh, i started blogging short stories with a view to completing that book you know write more about teenagers and then go back and complete ananya's book and uh, then that evolved into the spiders so ananya's book is still shelved but younger alt will always have my heart i know you also to be a voracious reader and yes writers are of course influenced by the books they read so what books influence the spiders so the usual spy fiction is there of course john le carre and frederick fawcett and uh, you know non fiction ben mcentire so those kind of uh, that kind of non fiction books on mossad and there was a fat book on raw that i tried to read i got through quite a bit of it got the information that i needed but i still haven't finished that and uh, then the young adult spy fiction which is which is real fun i don't know if you guys have read um, ali carter's books yes galaga girls yes galaga girls so i love galaga girls and i was like this is the kind of book i want to write you know the voice the sharply sarcastic voice and the idea that girls can do anything and uh, and robin benway uh, she's the first book is called also known as aka so quite a bit of young adult spy fiction so i think there was a period in i think from say to almost 4 to 5 years where i was reading mainly why 
and quite a lot of good why but no fantasy because i can't read fantasy and you know it is high fantasy with a lot of world building that's i can't read that so apart from that a lot of why okay speaking of influences uh, what qualities did samira and her friends inherit from you my snark <laughs> samira is very sarcastic <laughs> right <laughs> that's that's me so when my mom read it and an aunt of mine read it they were like this is apeksha this is apeksha <laughs> who's talking <laughs> that aunt asked my mother did you force your daughter to become, become a doctor did she want to become something else and did you force her to become a doctor and my mom is like no so she's like where is this coming from because this sounds like apeksha talking and she's saying all these things about her mother forcing her <laughs> i told my mom So when that aunt reads my next book which is about which is going to have uh, murder scenes and torture scenes from a serial killer's point of view she's going to be really scared scared to meet me <laughs> <laughs> so uh, any i think uh, any writer puts a lot of themselves into the book and yeah. do you think someone could be a writer if they don't feel emotion strongly no no because uh, you can only write what you know so if you don't know the emotion how can you write about it and i don't know if there are any there is anyone on earth who doesn't feel some emotion strongly right uh, we might not have a very large spectrum of emotions but there are some emotions that there will be something that we feel strongly about you know either either you know pain joy something yeah so uh, but if you are not able to acknowledge that emotion then you don't really understand it and then you won't be able to write because uh, then you or even if you do write your writing will be very unidimensional so you will be writing something without really knowing what you're writing about yeah so uh, the you have mentioned the right tribe already and uh, it's like in today's world it's really important to have your own tribe no matter which field you are in So my question is like what other authors make up your tribe and how do they help you to become a better writer So uh, the thing is I did not know any authors until I started uh, you know uh, until I joined the literary agency that I'm represented by but there I met so many wonderful authors and Andalip um, Vajit and Shilpa are my backbone okay Shilpa Suraj they are my core tribe so they keep me going they keep me writing and you know uh, brainstorming and just getting on my case if i slack off saying get off your ass and write mm-hmm. and of course there are other writer friends like kanchana kanchana banerji uh, who and neil de uh, neil de silva so they've given me a lot of guidance and help and uh, and anirban bhattacharya so you know these guys are very very uh, very helpful authors so they are part of my extended tribe as well but my core tribe is um, it consists of shilpa suraj and andalip vajit so do they help you with the characters plots or just be- so what it become uh, a better author on the whole so see one thing that i've learned from them is discipline yeah yeah so when you know uh, and and bettering your craft because see you discuss books you discuss writing so like uh, recently i was brainstorming with shilpa and uh, uh, you know uh, like i told her this is what i'm thinking of writing so if she sees any holes she will point it out and she'll say but what about that 
what are you going to do about that mm-hmm. and then you know i start so one thing about me is i can't write what someone else tells me to write so if i like you know if someone tells, tells me instead of this do this mm-hmm. or instead of this do that that i cannot write because the idea hasn't come from me right so yeah. um, it doesn't work for me that way then I, it has to come from my head so, but you can always guide someone and say or you know mainly it's, it consists of pointing out what doesn't work because then you start thinking more and think start thinking about how to make it work or you know find something else that works yeah just so, pointing you to the right direction rather than hand holding throughout yes yes definitely okay and sometimes you know it's very difficult to be objective about your own writing so there might be something that you've not seen mm-hmm. but that someone looking in from the outside can point out and say okay this didn't work because you've not taken this into consideration so this is not working mm-hmm. so you know very true hmm so i think we have discussed this a lot during our uh, right trap whatsapp group days uh, it's writers block and Yeah. Yes. What is one thing you would suggest to everyone facing a block to remember and focus on? Uh, you know, some a lot of times I've I I've realized that writer's block comes from our own inhibitions because uh, something is holding us back from writing what we really want, or you know, working out the uh, the story the way. we wanted to because you know we might like this was happening uh, with the cur- book that i'm currently writing that i wanted to go in one direction but the story really wants to go in another direction so you have to give up your prejudices and you have to give up uh, thinking about uh, you know thinking unidimensionally this is what i want and this is how i'm going to take it because if the story if that doesn't work you have to be open to thinking of something new then there is no block because if you're willing to explore new options then then you can always find something to write write about and when you're very tired sometimes you know when your mind is very tired it becomes very difficult to write so at such times you need to just take a break uh, read a good book and reading is very important for a writer so for me reading gets me out of a block if i'm stuck uh, if i start reading reading a good book uh, ideas start flowing and then after some time i have to keep the book down and get back to what i'm writing and um, another thing is you should try to write something that you've never written just to challenge yourself mm-hmm. so if you know uh, like i've i've never written a romance in my life and that is very challenging for me so every time i'm facing a block i will try to write a ro- write something in a romance as one project that i've got going and i don't know when it's ever going to end but uh, i try to write something in it because uh, i try to take that story forward because that challenges my mind to think in a different way like i can write a torture scene i can write 2000 words without blinking but you try you ask me to write a romantic scene i will i get the shivers i break into break out into hives so you know uh, so then i i try to write something very different and that helps me okay and uh, you mentioned reading as a remedy for writer's block for you is there Definitely. any particular is there any particular book which you go to reread or something or any random book do you pick up yeah anything that is interesting and makes you forget what you're worrying about because half the time we worry ourselves into a block we worry ourselves into a corner you know now if something is not working out in my book if i if i'm constantly going at it trying to go around in circles trying to solve it i will paint myself into a corner and not be able to get out 
so if i read something that just takes my mind off it that is interesting enough to grip me and you know uh, keep my mind off the worry then that helps a lot that's interesting uh, suppose uh, you are writing a ys spy fiction and mm. you are taking a break would you read a spy fiction ys spy fiction so i do uh, i used to do that but um, i realized what happened was this happened to me recently um so i i'm writing a thriller and i read jd barker's 4mk killer series okay oh, yeah. and the book the series is so brilliant that i ended up thinking i shouldn't i don't have the okad to write a thriller because yeah. i cannot write a thriller of that level so i i shouldn't be writing thrillers at all yeah i remember so, that phase yes <laughs> oh god there was so much drama there were tears and drama and uh, i shouldn't be writing and all of that so a lot of people a lot of wise people gave me this very sane advice please do not read thrillers in fact uh, anita nayar during part of the mentorship program she told me please go and read a chiclet <laughs> so she was like uh, read marian keys and just stay away from from thrillers until you're done with your book after that you go and read as many thrillers as you want so i think that's one aspect the other could be that when you are uh... uh read, writing a thriller and reading reading another thriller for a break the thriller that you are reading could also influence the book that you are definitely indirectly in or directly definitely it it will it will because uh, then you know you really have to keep thinking about whether this is your own idea or this is something that has especially this happens when you're re, you know, when you're a reader when you've read so many books Uh, sometimes you know these ideas just your brain soaks them up and you don't know whether this is something that you've read or this is something you've imagined so it you really need to sit down and think about it and break it down in your mind and think about uh, have i read this somewhere has this happened in some book before mm-hmm. that that's a very important thing yeah you just mentioned about uh, the mentorship program uh, tell us a little bit about your experience with anita zatik oh it was brilliant it was brilliant so anita teaches you from her experiences of writing and you know her publishing journey and all of that and it helped my my crafting it really helped me become a better crafter i don't know how much of a difference it has made in that i other people have to judge that but i know that the day i joined anita zatik and the day I, the after the last session i could see a drastic difference in my crafting style So, it really helps to have feedback from uh, an author of such caliber, I guess. Definitely, and uh, you know the the small tips and tricks about crafting, uh, and more than like it, it brings your attention to what needs to change, which is very important because uh, you know you you kind of it's you you're not objective about your own writing. You don't know what uh, how it can change. So one thing is uh, the benefit of being a reader is you. read good books and you know what to aspire to mm-hmm. um but apart from that uh, you don't really realize when you look at your own writing you don't realize the mistakes that you make and you know we tend to make the same mistake like i tend to make a particular type of mistake so it really helps to have an expert look at it and tell you okay this is what you're doing wrong and this is how you can correct it okay so we have gotten all serious let's make <laughs> a little bit fun now so apeksha tell me truthfully have do you ever google yourself of course i have 
so initially i used to start google, i used to google myself because i around the time of my book release i shifted my blog to a self hosting blog okay mm-hmm. and for some reason the thing would not show up on google search no matter how much i did you know worked on the site maps and all of that it just wouldn't show up and my old blog would show up and i was like how will people find me so i got into that compulsion of checking to see if my blog is showing up and then one day i realized oh something else is showing up like you know something else i did spoken to someone interview or something mm-hmm. and then it, it's become real fun to go and google and see what's happening what comes up you just google or do you have a google alert set up also no no <laughs> i haven't become that way also because i know there's no reason i mean mm-hmm. google I, i'm not a celebrity or anything to get google alerts so mm-hmm. are you sure so yeah yeah 100% i checked <laughs> <laughs> no actually i think apeksha hadn't thought of this idea now that you are given it she'll go ahead and thank you it. of course of course i just need to go and google how to set up a google alert once Why? i do that <laughs> I'll uh, teach you how to do do that, and the day you start getting alerts, you'll know for legit you're a celebrity. I swear. <laughs> so I think uh, one thing people would Google Apeksha Rao for is to know what is coming up from you next. So what is coming up from you in twenty twenty one? So twenty twenty one is going to be a year of writing. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think it it's there's going to be any publishing happening in twenty one because obviously. so many books in the pipeline and uh, i've not finished my book either so even if i publishers are willing my book is not ready so uh, i i just want to finish that draft and uh, then let's see so, hmm so the thriller i'm giving myself a year to finish the thriller so hopefully in uh, by this year end i should be able to finish it It's actually a bit sad that we'll have to wait a year for the next book, don't you think, Didi? Yes. Vinay, let me let me give you some bad news. You will have to wait just for this year for just the first draft. By the time <laughs> the book comes out, it'll it could be about three years. Don't worry, Vinay and uh, dear <laughs> listeners, I'll be pinging Apeksha every day to remind her to write more. <laughs> Please. Oh, I think Apeksha already that knows that uh, I'll be bugging her for that book. <laughs> No, I'm just reassuring our reassuring our listeners that we will be bugging her constantly to write soon, faster, sooner, better. I look forward yeah. to that. I need it because sometimes you know you you get distracted and you want to just relax and read, and then you remember, "Arey, I I haven't finished my word goal for today," and then you go back to it. So, all right. So I think, uh, as with any good uh, reading conversation, talking about books and talking about books with authors in particular, the time has actually flown by. So yeah. I take so I take this opportunity now to thank uh, Apeksha for joining us on this podcast and sharing her reading and writing journey with us as well. So thank, thank you, Vinay. We only talk. Thank you, Vinay. Thank you, Deepdatta. It was wonderful chatting with you guys. and uh, you know it's wonderful talking to your readers as well mm-hmm. so thank you listeners for tuning into another episode of we only talk books uh, we'll be coming back soon with an, another podcast episode till then uh, take care and stay safe good night bye